Hello everyone, I am Regina DuBose. Welcome to Getting Started with Jesus, which is designed to teach you the process for spiritual growth and maturity. Well, it's summer, July, 2023. I've taken a few weeks off and it's so good to be back on the podcast to share with you some important principles about how you can grow in your personal relationship with God. I hope that you have been enjoying the summer season, taking your vacations, going to the beaches, and enjoying meeting people from different cultures and different races. May God bless you as we continue in this warm season of summer. Well, you know, this podcast is geared to help you, teach you, encourage you, and motivate you to grow in your personal relationship with God. That's what this podcast is all about. Every week, I share some principles, sometimes dialogue with a special guest. I play inspiring music. I love to sing as well as share some of my best secrets that I learned as a small business owner for 37 years. My business is called The Alexis Company, and we turned 37 years old this year in March 2023. I just praise God for all of his wonderful blessings. You know, my goal is to help you grow and mature overall as a person. That's what my spiritual mother taught me many years ago. When you begin to grow in the things of the Lord, you will mature overall as an individual. You know, grow up, grow stronger, grow further, and grow deeper in your relationship with God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost. Now, of course, I want you to subscribe and follow the podcast, first of all, because I am following God. And secondly, I want you to follow so that you can receive notification whenever a new episode is available. Remember, this is a listening podcast, so you can listen at your own convenience in the comfort of your car, at home, in your office, and at your specific time. Choose from a variety of, of platforms, which include Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iTunes. Gee, there are so many to select. Also, you can follow us on social media, which includes Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Please visit my website, www.perfectpeaceworks.com. Once again, www.perfect. P-E-A-C-E-W-O-R-K-S dot com. I will mention the website again at the end of today's show. So let's get started. When bad things stop happening, that is what we're going to talk about today. When bad things stop happening. When bad things stop happening in your life, you will know it. I mean, we all experience some bad things and bad situations beyond our immediate control. Then, of course, there are some bad things that happen that are the result of some bad decisions, poor judgment, crazy feelings, which led to bad consequences of our own bad behavior. (laughs) Disobedience, sinful actions, arrogance, and bad acquaintances often lead us into some bad things happening in our lives. Too many to mention and too few to acknowledge. No matter how hard we try to avoid the discussion and forget the details, bad things do occur and we should recognize when they stop happening in our lives. 
and we should recognize when they stop happening in our life. I was resting and thinking about this principle last week, you know, just relaxing and meditating while examining my own life. This is a good thing to do every now and then. Examine your life. You know, rest, relax, meditate, and think deeply about your soul. And this thought came to my mind and spirit. Wow, it is real. Bad things have stopped happening in my life. And I know it, I can see it, I am experiencing it every day. Goodness and mercy are following me every day. You'll read that in Psalm 23, verse 14. Everywhere I go in everything that I do, goodness and mercy are following me. You know, I cannot see what is behind me, so I'm confident because they've got my back, which means they are my protection. Yes, Lord, goodness and mercy. I kept on thinking and recalled some bad things that happened because of my disobedience and God had to chastise me, as any loving parent would do. The word says in James 4:17, therefore, to him or her that knoweth to do good and doeth it not, to him or her it is sin. And whom the Lord loves, he chastises, as stated in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 5 and 6. Here's what it says. And ye have forgotten the exhortation which speaketh unto you as unto sons or children. My son or daughter, despise not the chastening of the Lord, nor faint when thou art rebuked of him. For whom the Lord loveth, he chasteneth, and scourgeth every son or daughter whom he receiveth. Chastisement helps you to get back in line, ask for forgiveness, learn to repent, and yes, get back in right standing with God. Correction is good for the soul. So I kept on thinking and realized that some bad things happen because most of us like sin. Come on, I know, I know it's hard to efface or admit, but think about it. Just think about it. It is so easy to do wrong, to lie, cheat, steal your way to the top. Sin is pleasurable, seductive, goes against the principles of God, but feels good and lurks around waiting for your beckoning call to trap you or corrupt you. But here is a well-known fact and proclamation, so let me say it loud. Sin leads you down the road to where many bad things come into your life and will keep happening in your life over and over and over and over again. It is a vicious cycle. And sin comes with what? Some serious consequences. Sin. Bad things happen. Listen, bad things happen when you sin. Then finally, one day, you will shout, Stop it! I cannot take it no more. Or anymore, as my mom would say. And you decide to turn to that wonderful scripture in 1 John 1, 9. If we confess our sin, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sin and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. The cleansing is what makes the confession sincere and real. Here's what you say to God. Oh Lord, please forgive me 
and clean me up from this horrible mess that I have allowed myself to be in and wallow in and get in trouble. Oh Lord, have mercy and cleanse me from all unrighteousness. Listen, listen, your arrogance can be another reason why bad things happen in your life. Some define it as being overconfident, self-righteous, a self-made individual, a superwoman or superman. Some people are just cocky and have that five-letter word, P-R-I-D-E, pride. Yes, pride, pride, arrogance, overconfidence. I'll say it again, pride, arrogance, overconfidence leads to a fall and bad things to happen in your life. Here is what the Bible says about pride. There are several verses that I'm going to share with you. So here we go. Proverbs 11, verse 2. When pride cometh, then cometh shame, but with the lowly is wisdom. Proverbs 16, verse 5. Everyone who is proud in heart is an abomination to the Lord. Though hand joined in hand, he or she shall not be unpunished. Proverbs 16, verse 18. Pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. Proverbs 29, verse 23. A man's or woman's pride shall bring him or her low, but honor shall uphold the humble in spirit. Listen to what James chapter 4, verse 6 has to say. But he giveth more grace, Wherefore he saith, God resisteth the proud, but giveth grace unto the humble. 1 John 2 and 16. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. Yes, yes, my friend, pride is hated by God and it will lead you down the path of severe correction and reproof by the hand of Almighty God. Woo, Lord have mercy, have mercy. Let's breathe, let's move on. Okay, here is another one. Find a bad friend or bad acquaintance, then it is certain that bad associations with the wrong kind of people will allow bad things to occur in your life. So that old adage, that old saying, association brings about assimilation, is still true. We are influenced by those who are in our surroundings. Take time to read, study, and memorize Psalm 1, verses 1, 2, and 3. And here's what it says. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in this law doth he meditate day and night. So be careful. Be real careful. Your friends may be the ones digging your ditch, creating havoc, and adding unnecessary drama in your life. The drama, you know, the drama, the drama that promotes bad things to happen in your life. But when... Just when will you become aware and recognize that bad things have stopped happening in your life? How will you know? What is the turning point? What is the answer? The answer is found in how seriously you take your own personal spiritual growth and maturity. 
Are the things of God significant to you? Do you want to obey his commands and live a life that pleases him rather than the world? Listen, let me just tell you, when I look back over my walk with Jesus Christ, the closer I grew to him, the further away I have grown from sin, the further away I have grown from sinful behavior, traps of sin and repetitive sin, which is called iniquity. It is stated that the greatest commandment is to love the Lord. Love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. You'll find that in Matthew 22, verse 35 through 40, and Mark 12, verses 28 through 34. Look, when you love the Lord thy God with all your heart, soul, and mind, then you will be more obedient and walk worthy of the calling of being a spirit-filled and spirit-led Christian, child of God, saint, or believer. Those who love the Lord just simply obey Him, plain and simple, simple and true. That's it, that's all, and that is enough. Or let me put it to you this way. Bad things stop happening in your life when you start to sincerely obey God and like it. Jesus goes on to say that the second most important commandment is to love your neighbor as you love yourself. And you'll find that in those verses that I quoted above. I find it so amazing that all human conflict comes from a lack of love for Almighty God and a lack of love for ourselves. I mean, think about it. Just think about it. Do you really, 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 really love yourself? Do you love God? Do you love your neighbor as you love yourself? Well, let's build up our spiritual growth and maturity by examining a few biblical characters who had some bad things happen to them. I'm going to start with King David. He was a man after God's own heart. You'll find that in 1 Samuel chapter 13, verse 14, and Acts 13, verse 22. But David had a whole lot of bad things happen to him. He participated in sin and was constantly on the run for his life from King Saul. He had a number of enemies and was always fighting other countries. But the Bible says eventually God gave him sweet rest from all his enemies. You'll find that in 2 Samuel chapter 7, verse 1. And in 1 Chronicles 22, 6 through 10, God told David that his son Solomon would have rest, peace, and quietness during his lifetime, throughout his days, and he would build a house in the name of the Lord. When the bad things stopped happening in King David's life, David could rest. I love this verse. When a man's ways please the Lord, he maketh even his enemies to be at peace with him. That's in Proverbs chapter 16, verse 7. Well, that's King David. Now let's examine another person in the Bible named Job. Job, he was a perfect, mature, and upright man who feared God and shunned or avoided evil according to the scriptures in Job chapter 1, verse 1. Also, he was extremely wealthy with a great household. He honored and worshiped God regularly and offered burnt offerings for their sin continually. He stayed in right standing with God. 
But once God agreed to remove the hedge from around him and allow Satan to interfere with his health, family members, and livestock, he lost everything that he had. Job was totally devastated when bad things started to happen in his life. Yet, when the testing was over, the trials, tribulation, and temptations stopped and left Job for good. He was restored with greater than what he initially had and lived a full life. The joy returned and remained for the rest of his life, and Job never cursed God to his face. You'll find that in Job chapter 42, verses 12 through 17. When bad things stopped happening in Job's life, Job had unspeakable joy. James 5.11 says, Behold, we count them happy who endure. Ye have heard the patience of Job, and have seen the end of the Lord, that the Lord is pitiful and of tender mercy. Joy comes in the morning. The joy of the Lord is my strength. And when bad things stop happening in your life, you will experience a daily dose of joy. Yes, yes, unspeakable joy. Take time to read and study these passages in the Holy Scriptures. Psalm 30, verse 5, Nehemiah chapter 8, verse 10, St. John 15, verse 11, John chapter 16, verse 24, and 1 John chapter 1, verse 4. Next, we have the Apostle Paul, who suffered tremendously for the sake of Jesus Christ in his personal ministry, spreading the gospel to the Gentiles. He had many, many bad things happen to him. Listen to this list of trials, tests, tribulations, temptations, and persecution in his service to the Lord. Here we go. In the book of Acts, you'll find this in several chapters. Chapter 21, chapter 22, chapter 23, chapter 24, chapter 25, chapter 28. You can read all about Paul's service to the Lord. Listen, he was kidnapped, beaten, threatened. He was arrested many times. He was accused in lawsuits. He was interrogated, ridiculed, ignored, and shipwrecked. He was imprisoned, stoned, and endangered by robbers. Yet, when the bad things stop happening, he mentions that the peace of God will keep your heart and mind through every situation. You'll find that in Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 and 7. The Apostle Paul recognized that no matter what state he was in, he learned to be content. And he realized that he could do all things through Christ who strengthens him. You'll find that in Philippians chapter 4, verse 11, 12, and 13. So based on the Apostle Paul's experience as a servant of God, when bad things stop happening, you will know it because of the peace of God. You will have contentment and the strength that comes from maintaining a perfect or mature relationship with God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost. Yes, the examples that I've given you, rest, joy, peace, contentment, strength, and quietness. These are evident, visible, manifested. They're on display consistently when bad things stop happening in your 
Christian lifestyle. I'm excited about that because I hear so many complaints from ministers and preachers and pastors and leaders and people who are sharing the gospel of how tired they are and how broke they are and how weary they are and how burdened they are. And Paul never complained. He said, God's grace is sufficient and we should use these examples from the Bible as our personal examples because when bad things stop happening, you will have rest, joy, peace, contentment, strength, quietness, and a greater appreciation for being a child of God and a servant of the Lord. Finally, the Word of God gives an extensive description of the suffering, pain, remorse, affliction, and humiliation that my Lord and Savior, the Son of God, my blessed Redeemer, went through to die on the cross for the sin of the whole wide world. Do you know that a lot of bad things happened to Jesus Christ? Yes, he was wounded for our transgressions. And Isaiah chapter 53 verses 3 through 8 tells it just like this. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord have laid on him the iniquity of us all. Verse 7, he was oppressed and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. He is brought as a lamb to the slaughter and as a sheep before her shearers is dumb, so he opened not his mouth. Verse 8, he was taken from prison and from judgment, and who shall declare his generation? For he was cut off out of the land of the living, for the transgression of my people was he stricken. And in the book of Hebrews, chapter 4, verse 15, it states, For we have not an high priest who cannot be touched with the filling of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted like as we are, yet without sin. And in Hebrews, chapter 1, verse 1 through 3, God in these last days has spoken to us by his Son, and it goes on, and then verse 3 says, Who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person and upholding all things by the word of his power, when he had by himself purged our sins, sat down on the right hand of the majesty of high. In other words, after his crucifixion, death, burial, and resurrection, Jesus Christ ascended to his heavenly Father and sat down. Yes, he sat down at the right hand of the Father. That's Hebrew chapter 1, verse 3. Who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person and upholding all things by the word of his power, when he had by himself purged our sins, sat down on the right hand of the majesty of high. When bad things stopped happening to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, he sat down. You know, it's so simple as I thought about my life and where the Lord has brought me and taken me and where he's still showing me different directions to go. When bad things stop happening in your life, 
your ear will be tuned to hear his voice. And so often his voice will be telling you, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. You'll find that in Psalm 46, verse 10. When bad things stop happening in your life, you will know it. May God bless you and heaven smile upon you. So be encouraged. Join us every week and learn the process for your spiritual growth and maturity. Think about it. Grow closer to God. Experience the peace of God. Share the wisdom of God. And yes, live, live in the power of God. Let me leave this verse with you from Isaiah 26, verse 3. Thou will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee, because he trusteth in thee. So I want you to grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To him be glory, now and forever. And that's stated in 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 18. Amen. Amen. So don't forget to subscribe and follow this podcast. We are following God and we want to connect with you on social media. Go to my website, www.perfectpeaceworks.com. That's www.perfectpeaceworks.com. You can email your questions and you can order my two books, Perpetuating Wealth, Secrets to Longevity in Small Business, and Getting Started with Jesus, The Process for Spiritual Growth and Maturity. Here's a big announcement. We now have the books available as audiobooks, and you can order them on Audibles, iTunes, and Amazon. They are great for your driving, just daily driving, traveling on some road trips, going on vacations, you can also use the audiobooks for your book clubs, fraternity and sorority groups, Christian education classes, women's conferences, leadership workshops, and seminars. Many of the topics on this show come directly from my two books, Perpetuating Wealth and Getting Started with Jesus and the Holy Bible. I look forward to hearing from you, and until next week, be peaceful, celebrate life, Keep moving forward and trust only God. May God give you his wonderful, wonderful blessings. Amen, amen, amen.